It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the latest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. Lance Meadow with you as we are continuing to break down the 2022 draft class. The Giants had three fifth-round picks, and with the 146th overall selection, they took Indiana linebacker Micah McFadden. And to get more into McFadden, we are now joined by the head coach of the Indiana Hoosiers, the head man, Tom Allen. Coach, you got Lance Meadow here. Greatly appreciate the time. Thanks so much. And let's start off with a player who you really go way back with, because from what I understand, your son played high school football with Micah McFadden. They were both the interior linebackers. This was when you were the South Florida defensive coordinator. So if there's anybody that you had an opportunity to recruit and see up close and personal, it certainly would be Micah. How special has your relationship been with him, considering it goes all the way back to his high school days with your son? It's really special. And Lance, I appreciate you having me on your show. It's just a, just a privilege to be able to talk about him. And uh, it's a great story for sure. You know, my son, Thomas, who played linebacker for us here and is a year older than Micah. They played side by side yeah, there at Plant High School when Thomas was a senior and Micah was a junior. And they played for a state championship that year, went undefeated all the way to the state championship game and, and then lost to Thomas Aquinas there in the finals. But uh, that, that allowed me to, to, you know, as a dad, you know, I could go there and watch and practice. And so I would, you know, in, in that part of the, of the country, when you, when you coach at South Florida, we pretty much stayed within the state of Florida to recruit. So I would had that whole area of Tampa and I would go out and recruit during the, the day in, in the springtime. And then at night, they always practice at night at plant. I'd go there, stand on top of the press box and watch them practice. And uh, I could do that legally because you know, having a son playing for me. And so, but obviously as you're there, you're watching all these guys and, and he caught my eye, you know, just a guy that uh, uh, um, was kind of a, a little bit of an unknown when he, when he came up through the ranks and, and even into his junior year, he had a, I remember a specific game where against Armwood High School, where he just balled out. I mean, just all over the place, kickoff cover, making plays, blitzing, sacking the quarterback. And you just kind of saw the beginnings of what he could become. And, and he went on. When, so when Thomas graduated, he took Thomas's place. They moved him into the middle linebacker spot and uh, had a great, great senior year. And, and he was committed to us prior to that year. And uh, he came to Indiana and has just been a great player. He's just gotten better every single year. Well, speaking of his evolution, let's go there. 2018, he is considered the lowest ranked player in your recruiting class. He then becomes a starter his sophomore year, and then all of a sudden an All-American is a junior. So obviously, I'm sure his playing time increased little by little. But what do you attribute to, Coach, why he made such strong strides over his tenure at Indiana? Well, first of all, you know, I, I think he's just a very driven young man. Uh, was a very, very strong student of the game, you know, mentally studied the game, understood the game, uh, was able to anticipate things because of his mental preparation and all the, the work he put in. Uh, he, he got physically better. You know, he got stronger. He got a step faster. Sometimes guys, guys don't always get a lot faster once they come to college. I felt like he did. He always had that great football speed where his burst was was noticeable, which is what I which kind of stuck out to me about him early on. But he he physically got faster. I mean, he's a he's a guy that, that he that shows up on film. He can run, you know, and and he got bigger and stronger and and was just able to you know make a lot of plays. He's probably the best blitzing linebacker I've ever coached uh, in my thirty years of coaching football, and and uh, just uh, so effective. Uh, pressuring a quarterback and, and just tackling in space and making plays. And so I just think the special teams is probably where he first showed what he was. 
both in high school and then in college as well. Kickoff cover, punt cover units, the cover units were really where he where he shined. And and so, but I, I just think it was just his willingness to to buy into everything physically with our program. We have a tremendous strength staff here that developed him physically. And then I just think that the scheme was a, a great master. And we just kind of try and keep it simple so we can make his reads and play football and be able to read and react and, and have a great burst of the ball, which he has naturally. So I just think it's a combination, a lot of different things. Uh, he never missed practice, uh, wasn't injured, uh, so durable. I guess another great quality that he has, you know, he just kind of got a lot of just, natural tenacity to him uh and he's a guy that i just think just kept getting better every single year and it showed his production and it showed in his off the field uh, accolades giant season tickets are on sale now for the 2022 season in addition to ticket savings membership benefits include access to exclusive events experiences pre-sales and more you can lock in your seats starting at just 100 bucks call 888 nyg1925 or visit giants.com slash tickets for more information Coach, you brought up the scheme, and I want to piggyback off of that because if you look at what the Giants are going to run with their new defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, a very heavy blitz scheme. So it seems as if from a fit perspective, this is really a nice marriage between Micah McFadden and what the Giants' defense is going to run. Why was he? I know you went over how he was a good fit for the scheme, but 12 and a half sacks is not something you always see for an interior linebacker. Why did he have such a knack? for getting to the quarterback based on what you asked him to do? Well, you know, we did a lot of uh, pressures where we we isolated him on their interior linemen, you know, whether it's the center or the guards, which as you would know in, 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 the, in the world of offensive line play, those usually aren't your best pass pro guys, you know, and the tackles are really the guys that, you know, kind of make their living off of a pass pro, you know. And so I think, you know, we developed a system here and a scheme that allows us to take advantage of that. And he has, uh, I think part of it is his, uh, his core strength. He's able to, you know, um, you know, when he dips and rips under a big offensive guard or big center and, and the big 10 obviously has a lot of future NFL offensive linemen that he plays against every week. He's, he's able to really, you know, maximize the, the twitch that he has, the, the ability to, you know, to, to head stick, as we call it, you know, for him to be able to get really close to the offensive lineman and then at the last second be able to maneuver, you know, with his either hands or his head or whatever to be able to go. But he's also strong enough to, once he gets leverage on that man, that offensive lineman, he's able to really pry through there and get penetration. And really, as we, we talk about punching holes in the offensive line, he's tremendous at punching holes in the offensive line. So he's a great run blitzer as well as a great pass. He's just a great finisher. Some guys are great finishers. Mike is a great finisher, which makes him, you know, you make a lot of plays. And if you make a lot of plays in the Big Ten and and and, and have a bunch of tackles, you're going to have a chance to get recognized at a high level. And that's what he did. And that's exactly what came to fruition, to your point, is he led the team in tackles and tackles for loss in each of the last three seasons. The other aspect, Coach, that gets, bred, that gets brought up with respect to linebacker play is coverage. How much did you expose him to that? And what's his upside, perhaps, of being a three-down linebacker on the NFL level? Yeah, I think he truly can be. And I think that's very important for him as well as special teams play. But but in his coverage, you know, he's just really, really good, you know, uh, with backs. He had several interceptions, you know, as a as a defender, we would drop and, and use both man and zone principles for our, our linebackers to be able to, to expose them to both of those concepts. But I just think, yeah, there's probably some more growth potential there because we blitz him a lot, you know. And so, but he's a great athlete to me. And so just to be able to, you know, we, we play, play some Tampa coverage too, where he's going to be the middle field run through guy. 
to be able to do that and even position himself to be able to track the ball off of that. He even got an interception off of that, you know, a couple of different times throughout this, his career here. So I just think he will continue to get better in that area just because it's something that he'll do more of probably at that level. But the bottom line is, is that he's just, when you talk about, man, he's just a really good football player. I mean, the kid just absolutely is tough as nails, great leader, just does everything you want him to do off the field in terms of his preparation. And he just cares. He cares about, you know, the game. He cares about his teammates. He cares about, you know, who he's, who's a part of, who he represents. And so I'm just so excited for him. I'm excited for the Giants, for him to be able to have this opportunity there because I think he's going to really flourish. You brought up the leadership component. He was a two-year captain for your team. So what does that say about the role you empowered him to have within the locker room and also how his teammates coach fed off of his intensity and energy? Well, there's no question. You know, th- those two years he was voted and it was a team vote and it was you know pretty, pretty unanimous that he was one of the guys that needed to be in that position. And, and I saw him really grow. We have a leadership council here that we, he's been a part of ever since he's been here. And that's allowed him to grow as a leader. And I run, run those sessions for our players in, in that group and to, to train them and not just to say, hey, this kid's a natural born this or that. No, we're going to be very intentional in training you as a leader. So I feel like that that's something that he uh, has really grown in, you know, in his confidence to be able to to be in that role. And I'll say this. I mean, the bottom line is a lot of times that that position is it's it's earned by how you prepare, how hard you work, how hard you practice, by all the things you do, you know, in production on the field. And so, as I always tell our linebackers, man, that, that's a position where you need, it needs leadership and production. And he provided both of those. And I think he'll he'll take that to the next level. He has a lot of confidence in himself to be able to, to talk to his teammates and to be able to challenge them, to motivate them, to encourage them, and also hold them accountable. And, and that's, what, that's what linebackers have to do. On the topic of accountability and production, one of the things you mentioned earlier was, especially if you're a fifth round pick, you have to be able and willing to play on special teams. When he met with the New York media coach, the one thing he seemed to take a lot of pride in was his contributions on special teams and the fact that you pretty much had him as part of those units, even all the way till the end of his career. Why was he a good fit for multiple teams on special teams? Well, first of all, you know, I, the game is being played in space, you know, offensively, defensively, and obviously special teams is, is, the, is the ultimate, you know, play that's played in space. And so to me, uh, we emphasize that here. We put our best players on special teams. Uh, and, and one reason is I, I believe that's how you win football games. But number two, we want to prepare for the NFL because we know these guys are going to have to play special teams. We got receivers, running backs, you know, DBs, linebackers, but especially those linebackers. I tell them they got to be on three, four special teams for us because that's their skill set, you know. And so to me, he's willing because he understands that's what great teams have to do to be able to win football games is play great special teams. And so he's bought into that. So that just kind of shows his unselfishness towards the team. And then number two, I mean, he loves it. You know, he loves making those plays. He loves the, the special teams preparation that we put in in the drill work. He was full speed every rep in, in that. And that allowed him to keep getting better and better. But at the end of the day, you know, I think that's how you figure out when a kid is young, who your best tacklers are going to be are the guys you put on kickoff cover. And so that's where he showed up even in high school. So it goes way back to that, you know, to be able to say, hey, a guy can make plays in space. Those are usually your best football players, you know. And so whether it's a guy with the ball in his hand, you know, on an offensive side of football, making a guy miss in space and a guy also tackling in space. And so he'll, he'll flourish with that in the NFL, which I know is a big thing that probably helped him get drafted, you know, because they see that value and it showed up on game day for us. And, and I think that'll continue for the, for the Giants. 
Don't miss your chance to experience a premier hospitality experience watching Giants games and world-class concerts in 2022 as a Giants suite partner. Limited full-season locations are available or place a deposit for individual games. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash suites for more information. And that would explain why he was such a good tackler on the defensive side of the ball. That skill set, to your point, transferred over. The other thing that jumps out to me, Coach, is his arrival coincided with your ability to really turn this program around in terms of the recent success that you've been able to achieve. And if you look at the numbers, since you took over as the head coach in 2017, you've had at least one player drafted in the NFL every single year. And he's now somebody that helped extend that streak. What does that say about his impact to your overall program since you took over as the head coach? Well, he's been a huge part of it. And he came here for that reason, was to come in here and help us do things that in the end had happened in a long, long time. And so when he was in 2019 was our breakthrough season, and he was obviously as a as a junior part of the 2020 season that, that was so historic for us. And and he was our leader in that in that season. So to me, he's been a major catalyst for for the turnaround here at Indiana and the success we've been able to have and and for future success. Because like you said, a guy like that's been able to come here, be developed. He was our lowest ranked player. He was a two-star guy out of high school. He comes an All-American, becomes first-team All-Big Ten, and now he gets drafted to play in the NFL. And so to me, that's just a tribute to our staff, the whole, all the coaches here, the development of our staff in, in every aspect of a player's life to allow him to be able to be in this position. And, and other guys have been able to do the same thing. He's now helping us extend that and just attract more guys that can be able to show, hey, I can come to Indiana, be developed, and, and achieve my goals and my dreams. And part of developing a player is also tapping into not just their skill set, coach, but also their intelligence on and off the field. And the reason I bring that up, he dealt with a number of defensive coordinators during his tenure. And I'm sure you change scheme and philosophies and so forth. The fact that he's been exposed to that and now is going to have to learn a completely new scheme with the Giants. How better prepared does that put him as he also has to deal with the challenges that come with being an NFL player? Well, there's no question it's going to be an asset for him. You know, you think about when you evaluate players, you know, the best predictor of future behavior in a young man is past behavior. So you look at his past, you see he's been exposed to several different defense coordinators, several different positions and coaches, you know, coaching him at linebacker because to be able to adapt to that and just show you that no matter who the coordinator was, no matter who the position coach was, his production was cons- consistent, you know, and I think that just shows you, and obviously in the NFL is going to be changes. He's going to have different coaches come and go, different positions and, and different things that he's going to be having to deal with, different types of leadership styles and motivational styles. And so I think he's shown that he's able to adapt to those those environments and, and flourish, you know. But I think, once again, it goes back to the character of who he is. And uh, you, you, he's very consistent in everything, so dependable for us. And I, and I think he'll be the same way in the NFL. Coach, before I let you go, you brought up the Big Ten caliber of play. And interestingly, the Giants also took another player from your conference in Iowa, safety and linebacker Dane Belton. You went up against Iowa in the opener, not to pour salt into your wounds. I know that game didn't end well, and Belton actually had an interception. But I'm always curious the perspective of somebody outside of the program in which the player played and what may have jumped out to you about Belton having strategized and gone up against him during your coaching tenure at Indiana, at Indiana this far? Well, we also recruited Dane, you know, and so we know his family, had him on campus with us here. Uh, he's out of Jesuit High School there in Tampa, another Tampa product, the same area that produced uh, uh, Mike McFadden as well. So, you know, extremely talented football player. What stuck out to me was his toughness, versatility. He can play that nickel position. He's kind of like a big, he's a big safety, 
you know, athletic linebacker type body type, really good in space, really good tackler, had a great nose for the football. Uh, yeah, he got an interception in our game and, and uh, obviously a very, very big, big play in our game. And so a lot of respect for him. I just think that anytime you can get those big athletes that can run and that can cover and can blitz and can tackle, can play on special teams, and he's going to be a guy that I think just fits the, the direction that college football and NFL football is going with the nature of the way the offenses are now being played and being and being uh, you know built you know offensively you know from a system perspective. So I think Dane Bellin's a great football player, and uh, there's no question that the Giants got another great one. So I, I'm excited for you guys to be able to get both those two really good Big Ten football players. So the Big Ten putting its stamp on the New York football giants, especially Micah McFadden after a four-year successful career at Indiana. Well, Coach, can't thank you enough. Greatly appreciate the time and the insight. Looking forward to seeing what McFadden brings to the Giants, and best of luck guiding your program moving forward. Thanks for joining me. You're very welcome. Have an awesome day. Elio. You got it. The head coach of the Indiana Hoosiers, Tom Allen, here on the Giants Auto Podcast, which you could find on Giants.com, the mobile app, and your favorite podcast platform.